0: Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. There's a song that we normally sing. I love the man of Calvary. Because he's done so very much for me. And the Bible says count your blessings. Name them one by one. And it will be amazing that you can't even count it. Hallelujah. Is it the air you breathe? How many of you know that there are so many bacteria that goes along with the air? Hello. As you breathe so many things enter with it. But God is working. All things working for my good. We just came from a glorious convention. Very glorious. So many things were said. Hallelujah. Instructions were released. Guidelines were given. But do you know that nothing works if you don't follow the principles? Hello? We're enjoying this light now. But do you know if you bring two positive and put together, all of us will be running? You know that? Two, ne- two positive wires com- contact each other as we are sitting. Many people will fly, fly through the window. Because there is a purpose. The reason it was designed, or the purpose is for the negative and the positive to come together and produce light or give energy hallelujah so god has a purpose for everything what we have is not just the hearing of the word many of us we are so wild When these ministers were preaching, I don't know about you, some of us it was the first minister, some of us it was the second minister, but whichever way, whichever one touched you is for a purpose. (laughs) Hallelujah. And it is good that it is towards the end of the year so that you'll be able to take stock before you enter the next year. Many companies are rounding up, they are looking, I mean, they are going through their their plans and whether they have achieved it or not, they want to know where they failed and how to, you know, re, you know, revitalize for the next season. And as a Christian, as individuals, we are supposed to look at it. I say, where have I failed? The dreams I had from January—that I mean, there was so much fire in your heart, so much passion. What happened? How how did it get down? What happened? Where did it begin to slow? How did you get cold? Praise the Lord. Amen. And let's look at something because I will be taking it very fast this morning. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. Hebrews 3, quickly. Hebrews 3. Maybe you really have to be very fast this morning. The Bible said, But with whom was he grieved 40 years? Was it not with them that had sinned? Whose carcass fell in the wilderness. Quickly, verse 18. And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. Yes, 19. So, we see that they could not enter in because of what? Unbelief. The reason why they could not enter was not because there was no room inside. The reason why they could not enter was not because God didn't have enough provision for them. But the reason they didn't enter was because they didn't believe it. They shouted at the word. They rejoiced. They were thrilled. But they didn't do anything about it. Many of us were taking good notes. We have even written it on our Facebook pages, you know, all the, all the, you know, the point words that came during the, I mean, during the convention. But some of us, that's where it's going to end. Hallelujah. One of the ministers talked about business. He talked about so many business we can do. We were so challenged. Some of us had, you know, vision, fire burning, but they are gone. And everything is beginning to do what? To get slow get cold hallelujah so hebrews said the reason why you are not where you are supposed to be is because you don't believe because if you believe we should see it in your action hallelujah a proof of belief is what in the doing the bible said "Whosoever." Is boasting about faith having faith you have faith and does not have a correspondent action work to it he says he doesn't have any faith he says show me your faith by your works show me what your faith through what you're doing if he says he's gonna bless the work of your hand what work are you doing What's the work that your hand is doing? Hebrews chapter 4, quickly, verse 1 and 2. 4, 1 and 2. He said, said, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Yes, verse verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached, As well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. What is he saying? He said, faith is the life of the word. The reason why it did not profit the people that heard it. Was because it didn't mix with. They didn't do anything about it. Because James said, show me your faith and I will show you my walk. That means the proof of faith is what? Walk. The action you took after the, the program. As we sit, I see great men. Amen. I see great women. Amen. I see millionaires. Amen. But it can never come to manifestation with your sitting down. Did you hear that? And it will not come to manifestation when you look at what you don't have. Because what you don't have, you can never have. Until you use what you have to get that thing you don't have. You don't understand. Now, if you want anything, you have to start with what you have to get what you want. And good enough, God did not create anybody without, I mean, that has nothing. There is no one here that God has created that doesn't have one potential. Those days before before Ali Baba became the comedian, there was, I mean, we used to have comedy, but it didn't pay anybody's bill. Is that correct? We used to have comedy, but comedy didn't pay anybody's bill. But a man looked at it and said, this is, this is the only thing I have. He went to school, but it was, not, it was not giving him anything. So he decided to package his jokes. And he was the first joker that appeared before the president. And he was abusing the president, and the president was laughing. You know why? Because he saw what he had, and he knew that with what I have, I can get what I want. Today he's the father of comedy in Nigeria. But he's not the best comedian, but he's the first comedian. Hallelujah. Amen. He stepped into the unknown. Like Peter, he stepped into the waters when everybody were in the boat. He said, "Master, if you are involved in this thing, tell me to come." And he said, "Come." And the Bible said he stepped in. Yes, he sank, but he stepped in. The only person that walked in water was who? Jesus. After Jesus, who is? Peter. You can, that record is there. You cannot erase it. I mean erase it. So you are afraid. You know, how about if I try and didn't work? How about if you try and it walked? Did you hear that? How about if I that you know, fear will always tell you what you are not seeing. It will show you what you're not seeing. Remove your eye from what God is showing to you. Tell somebody get up and take action. Sitting down, I mean, the four the four lepers said, "If we sit here, we will die." So I tell you, if you sit here, you will die. Christianity is not coming to hear the word. That's not Christianity. The Christianity is coming to hear the word and putting the word to action. It is the practical part of it that makes you a Christian. The Bible said they saw them, they saw their character, they saw their, their conduct, their behaviors and their actions, and said, "This must be Christ's ones Christians." So it's not in the Bible that you carry, it's not even in the tongues you speak, but it's in the manifestation of His blessings of his, I mean, manifestation of that grace that God has released to you. There must be a difference between you and somebody else. There must be a difference. The things you do, do, do perfectly. The things you don't do, you don't look at it. What you know God has grace you to do, do it with confidence. David said, is there no cause? I mean, God was teaching him how to contend for the... You see, that's why the Bible says, it says, there is nothing that comes to you. Without God's approval. When the bear came, it was not the bear that God was looking at. When the lion came, it was not about the lion. It was about Goliath. Did you hear that? God was using the bear to prepare David for Goliath. He brought the lion so that he would be ready to face Goliath. So whatever you are going through is because there is something bigger in the future that God has for you. It's not about the lion. It's not about the bear. It is about the challenge of Goliath that will come against the nation. Praise the Lord. So whatever you're going through today is not about now. It's not about today. It's not about you. It's about many nations, many generations, many visions that is tied to your destiny. That if you sit, if you end this way, they will be disappointed. Many of them will never see the light of the day because you fail them. But tell yourself, I will not fail my generation. Hallelujah. There's a project there. Is it because God can't can't do it? No, it's because the people he has prepared are sitting by the mountains. Hello? (laughs) It's funny, but it is true. The money to build this thing is here. You're looking at your, you say, pastor, what are you saying? Me, I know I don't have. You know, you have, you have the potential that you need to put to action. The capacity is there, but there are some actions that is needed to, man, to bring the potentials to manifestation. Praise the Lord. Now let's look at Deuteronomy chapter one quickly. Deuteronomy chapter one, verse six and, and six to eight. Deuteronomy chapter one, verse six to eight, quickly. It said, "The Lord, our God, spake unto us in Hebrew, saying, "You have dwelt long enough in this mountain." Whichever mountain, wherever you're sitting, God is saying you've stayed enough. It's time to get up to the next place, to the next level. Whatever business you're doing, God said it can expand. Something can be added to this. Think within and see how you can expand it. One of the servants of God said, look, it's, it's international business. That you, are nev- you can never get to your potential until you have a partner. What was he talking about? He's talking about when they, were, I mean, when they caught the fish and their net was breaking. He could beckon to others because there is, a pot- there is a capacity you can reach. No, you can never go beyond that capacity until somebody has joined you. What? You see, any time you sit together, Anytime you sit together with somebody, there is an idea you can receive from that person. No matter how foolish that man is. Bring a topic. Let the person talk about it. You will see there is something you didn't know that he knew about it. Even if you are the expert. Why do you think the whites have, you know, board? They have committees. It's because one person will run, but there is limits to where he can get to. But when they sit together and people bring the ideas, they see beyond. They join the brain of everybody and use it. That's why you have a dangote. It's not a dangote because he's a superman. No, it's a dangote because he has harnessed people's brain and is using it. Their capacity, he's uh, profiting from it. Or did you hear any other person? When you hear dangote, are you hearing any other name? But there are people who are making the decisions. He's just going about as he He's not the one behind the success. There are people who are behind, but he's able to bring them together and use their brain. There are people, there are people, there are potential that are sitting here who are looking down upon themselves. But God is saying to you, you've stayed long enough at the base of this mountain. It is time to take a step. Hallelujah. Next verse. He said, turn you and take your journey. God said, turn you and take your journey. And go to the mountain of the Amorites. And unto all the places near, there unto. In the plain, in the hills, and in the vale, and in the south, and, and by the seaside. To the land of the Canaanites. And unto Lebanon. Unto the great rivers. The Ephraim, uh, river Ephrates. They were sitting down. They had stories about how they got soldiers against them. So they said, look, better let's just sit by this mountain. God waited for them to take action. They didn't. And, and when God was tired of their sitting, he said, look, tell these people, Una, it is enough. Move. You have stayed here enough. Whatever is the reason why you are sitting down here, he says it is enough. It is time to take, get up and move. Tell somebody it is time to get up and move. What? Wherever you are today is not where God has planned for you. There is still something bigger and something better. Hallelujah. Amen. Get up. Take a step. Move. Amen. Verse 8, yes, let's look at um, Deuteronomy, the same Deuteronomy. No, Joshua chapter 3, verse 5 to 7, Joshua chapter 3. After they sat, after God gave them the word, he said, it is time to move. Look at what happened in Joshua chapter 3. He said, and Joshua said unto the people, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. That is the people that have been sitting down. By the buzz of the money let's go on quickly he said and joshua spake unto the people unto unto the priest saying take up the ark of the covenant and pass over before the people and they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people they took the word they had and began to put it to action hallelujah next one quickly and the lord said unto joshua this day will I begin... Look, anytime you take action, God gets involved. Did you hear me? Anytime you take action concerning a vision, God gets involved. But as long as you're sitting in one place, He will be watching you. He said, this day, God was speaking to Joshua because you've taken action about this issue. He said, this day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of Israel that they may know that... As I was with Moses. Look. As any man who produces results. It can be duplicated. Did you hear that? Any result you have seen. Can be duplicated in your life. He said. Joshua. Because you have taken action. What you saw in Moses. I will bring it to you. I will bring it to pass in your life. Because sometimes when you look at some people. You look at something. say. Wow. How did he get there? It is not about the person. It is about the action. And God. How wonderful. Ah, yeah. How did he see? Ah, it is possible. Tell somebody it is possible. He said, because you've taken this action, he said, what you saw in the life of Moses, I will bring it to pass in your life. All you need to do is to do what? Believe. Believe. Hallelujah. Let's look at James. Go back to James. James chapter 1, verse from verse 21. James chapter 1, verse 21. Thank you. It said, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of nothingness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of the word which is able to save your life. Every word has a purpose. Every word has a mission. Every word spoken has a purpose. Every word spoken has a mission. When you tell when you give somebody instruction, you have a, you have a purpose. Is that not? It? You can't tell somebody, go and do something. It's because you have a purpose. You wants him to go and do the thing. So every word of God you hear is because there is a purpose. Every instruction you receive, it, it, there is a purpose for it. That's why he said, he receive with meekness. If you, not, if you are not humble enough, you cannot act on the word you hear. If you are not humble, you will not take action concerning an advice or a counsel. Next one. He said, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your. No, when you hear something or you receive a word and you do not act to it, you are, you are just deceiving yourself. It is not him that heareth, but the doer. Jesus said, The word that I speak to you, they are not just ordinary words. They are what? They are spirit and they are life. That means when you put it to action, it produces. When you hear it, it is just the flesh. But when you act on it, it becomes spirit. And it gives life to whatever you're doing. Hallelujah. Amen. Next verse. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Yes, yes. Next one. He said, For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straight away forgeteth what, what manner of man he was. He said, When you come to church and you hear the word and you, after that you drop your uh, notes anywhere and your Bible anywhere and you don't do anything about what you heard. He said, You are like a man who do what? When, when you go to a mirror, you look at it. Uh, how do I look? How do I look? After looking at it, you forget how you look. Why, 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 Where do you? Th- why do you think that women will always look at mirror? Even if they are passing by a car, somebody's car, somebody parked his car. Je, je, no, they don't give permission. They are passing. They once. because they've forgotten how they look like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before, uh, when you see a man like that, then he has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. He has forgotten, how you lo- she has forgotten how she looks like. God said that is the way you are as a Christian. You've forgotten how you look like. But when you take the word and run with it, when you take the word and lo- run with it, God runs with you. He backs you up. You, you know, anytime you're given instruction or sent, or sent on a message by a superior person, you are not afraid of the message. At least that's me. I'm not, I don't know about you. If a superior person sent me on a message, I'm not afraid. You know why? Because whatever comes out of the message is not me. It's not about me. Hello? God. It's not. It's not ah, if Papa said, go and tell Brother Shepard that you sit on the floor. Now, I know he's, I cannot tell him because perhaps. But because the person told that gave me the instruction, Is superior. I said, Papa says you should sit on the floor. (laughs) That's what God is expecting. He has given instruction. Every other thing, every other being, every other confrontation, every other challenge or opposition is nothing before Him. He said, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed. And does not doubt in his heart. But believe it that that which he said will come to pass. He will have what he said. That's all. Your business is to do what he has told you to do. Forget the result. It's not your business. Do you think that when a pastor pray for you, he knows the result? No, he doesn't. God said, pray for him. That's your business. It is well with you. God bless you. I command everything. Is, that's all. When, that, when it happens, it's not about him. It's not about... Look, no man is anointed. No man. They say, ah, okay, I'm, I'm Mr. John. Anytime I come, with, uh, I come against uh, a sickness, it will go. It's not about him. It's not about the person. It is about God. Elisha said, go and ask this woman. What is the matter? He said because i see she is troubled but god has not shown me the purpose elisha who is how many of the prophets is bigger than elisha how many of the prophets you have today so there is no man that has it all they are just messengers it is the power of god that brings result to pass not the word of the man ah you know if i'm if i'm a prophet let's mount it for you Can be a prophet if God didn't want the mountain to fall, it will hang and it does not remove anything from me because there is nothing, I don't have anything. So, if God said, Tell him he's going to die, and I tell you, you're going to die, and that is it, and I'm gone, it doesn't matter. if you die, that's his business, if you didn't die, it's God's business. I've told him now. Can you imagine if Elijah was, I mean, Elijah was, uh, uh, you know, alive today. And he said, Go and tell Buhari that he's going to die three days. And he goes and, and God said, Go and tell him he's almost going to die. He said, God, I'm not going to do that kind of message. <laughs> ah, They will call me a false prophet. It's not, a, it's not your business. As long as it is God, go and tell him that he will die. If he didn't die, it's not your business. Because if, that means he has done something with God. Is he not God? Uh, God said, He will die. Okay, God said I would die. Thank you. I will go to God and say, God, you say you want to kill me. Okay, why, th- give me a reason why you should kill me. Why, who is going to be doing those things I used to do for you? I mean, have you forgotten? Even, even Moses advised God. You remember that? He said, if you kill all these people, they will say you didn't have power to take them to where you promised them. And God said, you have a point there. So perhaps, perhaps, the man God said would die has given God reason why he shouldn't die. I say, okay, you have a point there. So it's not about the prophets. It's about God. So when he speaks, it's not even, It's not your business. It is his power to bring to manifestation. So what we are saying is that when you take action, according to the word you heard, it is God that will bring to manifestation that which he has said. I don't have time, but before I go, let's look at another one in Joshua chapter 10, Joshua 10, 38, Joshua 10, 38, and Joshua returned and all Israel with him to the bear and fought against the, uh, yes? And he took it, and the king thereof, and all the cities thereof, and they smote them with the edge of the sword, and utterly destroyed all the souls that were therein. He left none remaining. Verse 40. So Joshua smote all the countries of the hills, and just like that. Now, these were the people that were sitting by the base of the mountain. And they were afraid of the people they were going to confront. Tell me if they continue to sit by that base of the mountain will this be achieved you have been sitting down and nothing has been happening it's not because nothing can happen it's because you've been sitting down lift your hands and do something put those ideas to action how about if it fails yes how about if it didn't fail even if it fails that means there's something you didn't put in try again the man that invented the, el- the electricity bulb he didn't get it once not even twice not 10 times not 20 times not even 100 times almost they say 999 times he tried he didn't get it and they say how can, how could you have been trying to achieve something for 999 times and you didn't get it he said, I only learned how, to, how to, not to make bulb 999 times. Did you hear that? Yes. I learned how not to make bulb 999 times. That is, that is how to approach life. Whatever you did and didn't work is because you've learned something that this is not the way it works. There is another way. So try another way. Abraham Lincoln, the story of Abraham Lincoln. He tried becoming a local government chairman. He didn't get it. He tried becoming a governor. He didn't get it. A senator. He didn't get it. He kept failing, and failing, and failing, that nine times. Then he said, "Okay, I'm going for the uh, president of the United States of America." And somebody would have said, "You, local government. You didn't get <laughs> counselor, You didn't get senator. You didn't get it is America. The president of America. I beg sit down." But he got it. You know why? Because when you keep trying what God has not given you to do, you will not get it. No matter how small it is. Did you hear that? No matter how small what you are trying to do, if that's not the assignment God gives you, you won't get it. But when you go for the big one that God has given you, results clicks. I see you achieving. I see you becoming. I see you taking action. But not the amen that will bring it. It is when you get out of this place. And begin to put something to act. Hallelujah. Finally, John chapter 6, verse 63. That's where we'll close it this morning. He said, it is the spirit that quickens The flesh profited nothing. The word that I speak unto you, they are spirit. And they are life. What you've heard will become dead until you go home and begin to put it to work. Let the world become a 3D, not a paint. A paint, you admire a paint. A 3D, you touch it. It is time to begin to make the world become something. Make it tangible. Make it achieve that which God has prepared for it to achieve. Talk to God. Say, God, help me. What is it you're telling me that I'm not hearing? talk to him. Say, Lord, what is it you're telling me that I'm not hearing? What is it that you're trying to tell me, you're trying to show me that I'm not seeing? Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. You've got times and seasons in your hand. You call for life out of darkness, you don't need a man to be the God you are, but you have chosen to call me your own, you are gone.